words describes to the imagination how they might fit together before we actually combine them. The challenge was in putting words to the process. Good cooks, like good perfumers, learn to orchestrate ingredients into delicious combinations without thinking about it, let alone talking about it. Mandy, however, besides blending fragrances for decades, had also been teaching about perfume composition for years. In the process, she had developed some tools and concepts that helped her students learn how to blend their own beautiful fragrances, ways of grouping ingredients into families that recognize their commonalities, while also highlighting their gorgeous singularities, for example, and ways of pairing ingredients so that they lock with one another into a whole that transcends the sum of the parts, or so that one ingredient reigns in or buries another. Talking with each other, we discovered that these tools and concepts were just as useful in the kitchen, translating from the language of the kitchen to the language of her studio and back again, helped us to make conscious what we think about and do to create flavor. And that, we realized, is something the many cookbooks we've read and used, even those we've most admired, just don't do. Most cookbooks are collections of recipes, little more. They tell you what to put together, but not why. They are, in effect, the footprints of their author's process of creating, and there's much to be learned from repeating the recipes in them, but they don't leave you equipped to go your own way. A recipe doesn't know when you've got sweet, crisp carrots from the farmer's market and a mellow onion, or a few limp tubers and a sprouting bulb from the back of the vegetable bin. A good cook can adapt to either situation and produce something delicious. A recipe can't, for that matter, take you into account your specific desires, tastes, and affinities. It can't factor in your experience, the specific chemistry of your taste buds, your moods and cravings, the bent of your imagination. Recipes can draw out what you uniquely find delicious, the new thing you want to create out of what's available to you. Great food happens at the intersection of your ingredients and your imagination. That is why we decided to write The Art of Flavor. Cooking is a creative process, and as with other creative pursuits, music, art, writing, there are concepts and tools that can help guide you. Rather than leaving you at a set of too large or too small or not-in-the-direction-I-wanted-to-go footprints, we wanted to equip you to blaze your own trail. We aim to teach you to become a creative, confident cook who knows how to think about and respond to the ingredients available to you in ways that result in delicious, memorable food. As two professionals who create sensual experiences for a living, we are used to writing and modifying recipes. As the historian William Eamon writes in Science and the Secrets of Nature, recipes collapse lived experience into a series of mechanical acts that, once parsed, anyone can follow. Once it is published, someone else appropriates it, uses it, varies it, then passes it on. At each stop, it gains something or loses something, is improved upon or degraded, and is changed to fit new needs and circumstances. Recipes are built upon the belief that somewhere at the beginning of the chain, there is someone who does not use them. This book is designed to make you into someone who confidently adapts recipes to your needs and desires. 
ultimately into someone who does not even need a recipe. So why is it that this book is full of recipes? Because the best way to internalize a principle is to see it in action and to practice it. The recipes created for this book were designed to demonstrate the principles that govern how flavor is composed. We chose them with a view to showcasing healthy, tasty, inexpensive food made from simple ingredients to which everyone has access. We hope that you enjoy them, but even more, we hope that you learn from them. This book isn't about learning recipes. It's about learning to think about ingredients, process, and flavor in a new way. It's about, as anthropologist Gregory Bateson puts it, learning to learn. You'll notice that a number of the recipes don't give specific amounts or yields. They're halfway between inspiration and recipe, meant to encourage you on your way, learning to trust your senses and your mounting experience to arrive at the exact amount.